0: Your latest edition of the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for rolling with us. Thanks for flying with us. On this edition of the show, we have some some different things to do in and around DFW. Um, D Magazine recently came out with 52 things, different, unique things to do, and uh, we're gonna break down some of them. Some of them that are kind of more interesting. Um, Also, it's Girl Scout cookie season. That's what I'm talking about. So yeah, Martin and I have the rankings here for you and your beautiful ears so you here. hang around with us. It's a good one. Welcome to the Red Pegasus Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Martin Garcia and Darian Clark. Alright, there we go. Starting the podcast off strong. That's what I'm talking about. Yo, Girl Scout cookies, though? <laughs> Let's do <laughs> it, Yo, though. that's that's all me right there. <laughs> um, So, what's up, man? How you been? I've been doing pretty good. Doing nice. pretty good. Nice. I woke up this morning and mo- put on way too many clothes. Yeah. <laughs> by midday, it was way too hot. I had to yeah. take them all off. And I'll probably do the opposite tomorrow. I'll put on too little clothes and, you know, by the afternoon, it'll probably be freezing. And I would wish I'd had an extra jacket. Texas weather for you. Seriously, it's been the worst. For real. Waking up. Because it's always so cold. And then I get out and, you know, midday and I'm like burning up in my car. Dude, it's ridiculous. You know, it's also the worst because, well, it's not the worst, but one time. So I normally park in this one spot but because we're in the winter, the sun isn't coming up as high anymore. Mm-hmm. So our building blocks the sun. Mm. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna park on the other side of the parking lot. So I parked on the other end. And the first day I did that, had no idea it was gonna be cloudy all day. <laughs> Expecting my car to be nice and toasty by the time I got out there. And now nah, it was still freezing. Get your car some vitamin D. <laughs> <laughs> still Didn't <even> freezing. Work. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, dude. I'm tired of this already. It's ridiculous anyways i wish we could all have a job like a meteorologist where we're wrong 90 percent of the time and still have a job and And get paid the way they're getting paid exactly but um that's neither here nor there how you doing brother (laughs) doing pretty good man just working school started back up so i'm finishing some of that wonderfulness which is great gotta love school almost done man i could see the finish line i can see it good deal sweet Oh man, yo, so uh, I've been meaning to talk to talk to you about this, but I haven't gotten around to it just because we've had so many things scheduled for the podcast, Uh huh. but Krung Ben. Oh yeah, Dog. you went to the concert recently. I went to that concert uh, back Dog. in November. Jealous. Uh, a friend of ours, shout out Vinat, hey. uh, coming in clutch there and shared his extra ticket with me uh, that night and just hit me, uh, when did he hit me up? I think he hit me up like a couple days before the concert was like yo do you want to go with me and i'm like oh <laughs> uh, i mean yeah probably <laughs> and it was so funny because i had him um, we had just talked about Krungbin, uh like you had mentioned him for the yeah. suggestion mm-hmm. and uh i was like yo were you listening to the podcast by any chance and he goes oh sorry man no i haven't really been listening i I still have a couple episodes to go and i'm like all right bro i see how it is i'll still take you up on that on that ticket but i see how it is i see how it is (laughs) uh but yeah man such a good show um they played at the factory yeah previously known as the bomb factory right right um it's not bomb anymore yeah no i guess it's It's all right now it's just factory it's (laughs) just eh, it's all right they got some like old machinery there tactile machinery oh yeah. Um. But yeah, dude, so I had a good time if you're if you haven't been to the factory before, their ground general admission floor, mm-hmm. kind of like every small venue is standing only mm-hmm. and then the second floor is seating mm-hmm. area that like surrounds the stage so i'm' we have general admission, no no dist of a knot there, you know, I totally get it um but uh so I'm standing there, you know how people kind of like act like they have friends up at the front. And so they're like, oh, excuse me. Like I'm trying to get up to my friends Mm -hmm. and then they like stop right in front of you and they're, well, that happened to me. Of course. Some seven foot guy. No way. Standing right in front of me. Come on, bro. Him and his lady. And I'm like, come on, bro. I'm like trying to peek over like every, every side of his shoulder just to try and get a view. But, um, luckily lots of people's had their uh, phone out and Mm -hmm. they were recording stuff (laughs) as you normally would. Right. Dude, the technology on some of these phones yeah. have gotten crazy good. Mm-hmm. Like, I caught myself catching or watching the concert through someone else's phone, even though they were right in front of me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, this is so crystal clear. The band is like right in front of you, basically. And we had, I mean, we weren't far from the stage, mm-hmm. but that phone camera just like made it look like they were right in front of you. I was like, wow, this is so good. Wow. <laughs> it's like, you might as well just watch the concerts on your phone now. Or yeah. Anything. You're live streaming the concert at home. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it was so good. Um, but yeah, I mean, they put on a great performance. Uh, all the songs that they played were jams. Mm-hmm. Your boy Leon came out. I saw that, dude. I was so mad. I missed it. I know. You even called it too you called it when I had uh, hit you up telling you that I was going to that concert yep because right. they have that um, LP out and mm-hmm. they have another one on the way so like they, yep. they work a lot together and obviously the show is in Dallas so Leon's in town you bet he's going to pop in there and play a couple tunes with him yeah and little do you know there, there he is one plus one equals two man yeah man. Leon and, Leon in Dallas he's going to perform yep uh, but yeah, such a great performance, great music, uh, highly suggest listening to them, highly suggest going to watch them if you can. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they're touring. I'm pretty sure they're probably getting ready for some like festivals that are coming up. Oh yeah. But definitely give them uh, a listen for sure. Yeah, Texas band, so they'll be around. Oh Those yeah. If they're not touring, I bet they're around quite often. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, I think one of them lives in New York. I'm not too sure. Oh really? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just overall, and ever since then, really ever since you had mentioned them, uh, I had just been listening to them kind of on repeat on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Such a good band, man. <laughs> Such a good band. Uh, Some sad news, though. Speaking of music, speaking of bands, speaking yeah. of Texas. It's bad news here. We lost our one and only Meatloaf. Yep. Man. Sad, sad day that day. Legendary rocker, man. Born in Dallas, went to Thomas Jefferson High School. Went to UNT call. Shout yeah, out. Call. <laughs> I said <that laughs> really, I said that really casual. Yeah. Call? Yeah. Call. Like everyone knows what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we get it, bro. You went to UNT. Go All mean right. green. <laughs> I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that. Oh man. Poor guy. Whoever knows what that is. Me. It will go remain nameless. Just kidding. Pretty sure everyone knows what that is. Um, uh, when I think of Meatloaf, obviously I think of the incredible music he's done, but mm. I also think of that <laughs> incredible SNL skit with uh, Chris Farley playing him. Yeah. Also, R.I.P. Man, we miss that dude. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Uh, Great comedian. Dude, Chris Farley, man, still cracks me up to the till this day, even though we lost him a number of years ago. Uh, but yeah, Meatloaf. What was the uh, What was the uh, SNL skit? I don't H- think I'm playing like Meatloaf. It. Oh, really? Like being a musician, being a rocker. Yeah. Just going to town, man. <laughs> You know, they have similar stature, similar mannerisms, (laughs) so it just worked perfectly. (laughs) That's too funny. Dude, it's been a while since I've... I'll watch like some SNL skits. Yeah. It's gotten... It's not funny. Today, yeah. It's it's really really, lost its sauce. I really try and sit there and watch like skits on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And man, they're just not funny. Mm -hmm. I I think they're just trying too hard maybe sometimes. Yeah. But the older SNL definitely was the best part. For sure. Um, I'm going to have to check this one out. Uh, Chris Farley playing Meatloaf. Dude, That's it's pretty funny. good. It's pretty good. I thought Meatloaf was a, uh, was like a um, musical guest or, or uh, oh. the guest that they have on the show. Yeah. That's too funny. Um, all right. So you have this book or magazine, right? I do. Yes. You want to start it off? Yes. Highlight of the show, man. D Magazine came out with their January issue. And uh, actually the highlight of their magazine is Do Something Different, DFW. There you and go. And it is 52 things to do in and around DFW. Cool. So if you're anything like us, your life has been reduced in recent months to something of a game trail on the prairie, per se. You plod along the same well-worn path every day, sometimes a territory limited for days, on end by a work-from-home schedule that has become all too routine-based. Am I right? Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, I've come across this thought like um, coming home from work. I yeah. always take the same road. I take the same highway. Yep. I get leave at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's like if someone was following me, I mean, I would definitely make it easy for them because <laughs> it's just like this dude literally does the exact same thing every <laughs> single day. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about here. That's exactly what D Magazine's talking about here. So we have joined forces... The Red Pegasus Podcast with D Magazine. (laughs) We're here to help. Bust out of that rut, head in a different direction, do something you've never done before, like maybe taking an art class high atop the Reunion Tower. Nice. That's what I'm talking about. We scored the city to find new and unusual activities, one for each week of the year, if you so desire. Now get out there and try something different. So, I mentioned the art class on Reunion Tower. Yeah. Let's start there. Let's do it. Number 21 on the list. Paint the skyline above the skyline. Smart. Catchy. Yeah. Makes sense. It's by Color Hype. It's a painting class at Reunion Tower. On the first Sunday of every month, former high school art teacher Chelsea Rogers hosts the only painting workshop 560 feet above the city streets. Each participant gets an 8x10 or a 12x12 board to paint and all the necessary supplies for about 60 bucks. Inspiration is Free nice for more info go to paintwithcolorhype.com yeah that's pretty cool yeah and that's uh well i guess it said for more for more info go to the website but yeah do they do that normally it's so. on the first sunday of every month right right, right. you yep. did say that sorry i was yep. blanking off track. all good to... all good i know there's a <laughs> lot of info in these little tidbit paragraphs but yeah nice if you're into that's art that's pretty cool you're into getting into art painting per- specifically how about doing it in the Arena Tower? Do you know if that's one of those um, what is it called? Painting with the twists? I bet it's similar. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no way you can just draw it up on your own. You gotta have to like match it right to someone. Well, else's. the um, the where they like let you take BYOB. Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, that's a good question. Probably not if you're that high up there. I guess <laughs> yeah. I need to go to paintwithcolorhype.com to find out. Yeah, I imagine you can probably. Yeah. What's up there now? it's like a restaurant. is revolving. it still a restaurant I think it's still a restaurant yeah. oh okay It like you know it still revolves yeah. spins have yeah. you been up there yeah remember we went for a uh, high school graduation oh your yeah your parents took yeah, yeah. A, took us there to eat yeah that was really yeah, cool that was, place was so dope <laughs> yeah. I remember just being like how is this possible right. we're going around in circles while eating mm-hmm. that was pretty cool I think it's been redone a couple times since maybe oh, a new, yeah, maybe a new sure. restaurant in there by now yeah, but yeah definitely I, a sight to see if you haven't already for real All right, how about let's jump to uh, number two on the list. learn civil rights history at the Juanita Craft House. Cool. Never go wrong here. Juanita Craft was a pioneering figure in Dallas's often overlooked civil rights history. And visiting her recently restored home is the perfect way to discover her story. The modest South Dallas house, which was visited by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. himself. Wow. And President Lyndon B. Johnson. Wow. Has been transformed into a museum dedicated to the woman who served on the city council and fought the expanding voting rights and desegregate Texas universities. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. No clue. It was definitely going to have to be something that I go and visit. Yeah. it's uh, Specifically, it's at 2618 Warren Avenue in Dallas, South Dallas. Wow. That's pretty cool. So learn some civil rights at a... Uh... At Juanita Craft House, absolutely, dude. I hadn't had no clue. Who knows how long that's been there? Seriously, right? <clears throat> Dang, MLK and LBJ, yeah, themselves LK, visiting the house. MLK and LBJ at the Craft House. <laughs> <laughs> it turned that up south Dallas. Right where are you, at? man? <laughs> get me signed. <laughs> All right, jump to number six on the list. The third one from our list. How about you go on an Andean adventure? llama walks at the shangri lama castle nice in royce city news to us yes it is in royce city let's check out what they have to say about it what if we told you that there is a replica irish castle where you can spend a few hours on a weekend walking a group of royal llamas through a forest perhaps you would respond oh you mean shangri lama castle in royce city the season runs November through April, and tickets <laughs> usually go fast. <laughs> I mean, I do know some people who have been very eager to uh, walk some llamas around the us. You know, this is pretty cool, not going yeah. This is that pretty cool. That would be awesome. More info, go to com. It's S-H-A-N-G-R Llama, or G-R-I Llama, com. And it's a castle. I yeah. wonder, so one time uh, I was trying to find like a camping spot for mm-hmm. a camping trip. Yeah. And uh, this one place definitely, I don't think it's this place, um, but there was a place where you like camp out on someone's private property, like their farm, mm-hmm. and they have llamas that you can interact with and like pad and play with, <laughs> I guess. I don't know what else you'd do with llamas, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, yo, this, that's actually pretty dope. Yeah. This is. Uh, this sounds really fun. Yeah, dude. I'd be down. Llama walks <laughs> at it. And Llama walks through the forest and then chill in a castle. Right. I mean, what more can you ask for? Hashtag royalty. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm down if you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so down. How about uh, moving on to number nine on their list, number four on our list. Peek at Hidden History, the Perot Company's campus. Okay. The Perot family, obviously known... Recently for their efforts with the museum in downtown Dallas. Mm-hmm. The Perot family's private museum features items such as a 19 starred US flag that once flew on the USS Constitution nice, and a video kiosk that plays SNL clips of Dana Carvey doing his impersonation of presidential candidate Ross Perot. <laughs> it's wonderful, but to visit, you'll need an invite from someone who works For one of the pro companies. Oh, really? Know anyone at Hillwood? I don't. I do not either. (laughs) Sucks for (laughs) us. Anybody out there, let us know. The address. (laughs) Sucks for us. The address for this place is 3000 Turtle Creek Boulevard. Well, that's pretty weird. They give you the address, but you can only be invited to go in. Yeah. Maybe somebody out there knows somebody. It's a pretty big company, so maybe there's a possibility. Oh, yeah. I mean, pro companies. I wonder what that could be. I bet they have their hands in a multitude of things. Everything and everything around Dallas. One of the richest families in Dallas. How about number 18 on their list? Train with an Olympian. Texas Wesleyan's table tennis team. Whoa. Who knew we had a Yugoslavian Olympian at Texas Wesleyan? Not me. (laughs) Not me either. His name is Jasna (laughs) Rather. Uh, Jasna Rather has been a head coach for the table tennis dynasty since 2006 leading the Rams to more than 50 national titles. So she's just the person to perfect your backhand drive for the annual family ping pong palooza. Come early on Sundays to watch her players practice and stay to join the wreck paddlers for open play. Whoa. Yeah, that's pretty cool. They have private lessons available for thir- ranging from 35 to $60 per hour. And group lessons for four people for fifty dollars an hour. Dang! It is at the Sid Richardson Center. That is at eleven seventy-five Collard Street in Fort Worth. Go play some table tennis with a an Olympian. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. That's pretty cool. Every time I think of table tennis, I always think of uh, Bing Bong yeah. uh, Balls of Fury. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> Absolutely, that was, uh, that was a gold movie right there. Absolutely, that's pretty cool. Every table Sunday, tennis. they're available. I'm so bad at table tennis. I guess you don't even have to pay for lessons. You can just watch them, which that'd be pretty cool in and of itself. Yeah, just watch an Olympian. Yeah, seriously. Go to work, dude. They freaking serve those things like crazy, man. Right, that's insane. Right. I don't even think I could like play one hit off of one of their serves. Oh, heck no. There's this. uh We're watching the Olympics. And table tennis Olympics, mm-hmm. and uh, I swear the way they served it, I thought they were blowing it rather than hitting it right. off their paddle. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yo, what the heck is this? Yeah. What kind of sorcery is this? It's crazy. And I like it's to cool. consider myself a professional amateur ping pong player. Professional <laughs> amateur ping, pong. but I don't think I could last one hit on them. Ping <laughs> pong. All right, moving on here. Number nineteen on their list. Score an extra life. At the National Video game Museum, Oh, this is pretty dope. yeah i've man. been uh, I've been wanting to go since they've opened it for real. me too. let's let's hear about it. Where else can you peruse a comprehensive history of video game culture? Gawk at twenty thousand pieces of memorabilia and plop down in a vintage 1980s living room. And nice. that's before getting to the arcade. Forty machines from all eras nestled together in a room adjacent to their gift shop. Cool. It's place in Frisco. Yeah. Dude, there's there's an image on here and they're literally playing on like old computers. <laughs> oh yeah. Original Atari's, original Segas, stuff like that. Dude, it looks legit. That does look pretty pretty dope. Um I'd be down. Yeah, I'd be down to go too, seriously. I remember this opened up a couple years ago, I think. I think so. Um and I've been meaning to go. I just always forget because it's so far from where I live, mm-hmm. where Frisco is. Yep, it is in Frisco, specifically at 8004 North Dallas Parkway. Uh, right off DNT. So all the, uh, all the video gamers can go over there and try out some of the video games. Um, Geek out from all eras. Seriously. That's crazy, man. Starting from. Pong and Atari too. <laughs> all the way to Xbox One, Xbox Series X, yeah. and PlayStation, and it's crazy, man. Alright. Um moving on here. What do we got next? Number twenty six on their list. How about paddling the Trinity River? That's right. Such a dirty little river, as Charlie Crockett once said. Um, with Canoe Dallas. Long before most Dallasites learned that the Great Trinity Forest existed. Charles Allen was exploring the murky waterways that flow through the largest urban hardwood forest in the United States. Did you know that the largest urban hardwood forest was in the United States was in Dallas? I had no idea. There you go. (laughs) Allen leads paddling expeditions down the Trinity that reveal some of Dallas's hidden natural beauty. This uh, canoe, Dallas, is located at 304 Lyman Circle. Cool. I did not know. Actually, yeah, I just see the recently, image. It's pretty wide. Yeah. I'm so confused. I know the Trinity River, like it goes through just about all of Texas, but yeah, I'm just. <laughs> There's spurts of it where it yeah. stops and picks back up. And yeah. 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 I always just think of the one right here, like down the street. And I'm like, why would you go down that? I don't think anyone wants to go down through that. Right. To be And it's like all nasty brown water, right? <laughs> yeah. To be fair, this image looks like it's like white rock lake almost oh dude, but that, in a yeah, river format that one that picture looks so much better than what i've seen yeah that's why when people because i think uh another friend of ours Nestor, he goes uh he's gone to the uh, trinity river oh yeah. to go uh take his kayak <clears throat> and i'm just like Yo, how are you going through that that's so nasty but then <laughs> right. i always forget about the different parts of the river yeah totally seems right. legit speaking of going out in nature you know neat nature, nature. Um, number 32 on the list is uh, how about you spot a bald eagle oh that'd be pretty cool at the white rock lake oh nice it's pretty close yeah a pair of the raptors built a nest near the lake in the fall oh so this has been recent they sometimes hunt at sunset bay where the warmer shallow water attracts asian carp and when the fish aren't plentiful the eagles don't mind duck. (laughs) So keep that head. Keep your head on a swivel and keep your distance. These are federally protected birds. Ooh. This uh specifically is located at 8 30 sunset in circle. It's apparently like the place where you can see them or catch them the easiest. Yeah. Not not legit catch them though. No no no. but like catch them as with your eye. You get arrested or Uh, fined. (laughs) But yeah catch them with your eye. (laughs) Yo, I have no idea how big uh what was it the asian carp yeah i have no idea how big that fish is i have no but idea. but going from a carp to a duck yeah <laughs> bro that's an upgrade right there mm-hmm. jeez bald eagles man they're vicious dude seriously their what? wingspan is giant dude really you've ever seen one flying i don't, flying? Think, I don't think even so. in a video like on youtube or something they're massive i don't think i have uh Probably I have seen them like, uh, dr- I don't know if that's eagles though or hawks, mm-hmm. um, like driving on 20 or 30 out into the country, like oh. East Texas and stuff. Yeah. But uh, one time I saw a hawk on the highway and I was like, yo, that thing is pretty big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, the thing's going to come attack me in the car. For real, dude. They're vicious. All right. Next up on this list here that we have specifically chosen off of their list. That's right. We made it even better. Number 33, Catch the Dirt Drift at Devil's Bowl Speedway. You ever heard of this place? Oh, no. (laughs) It seems legit, man. But it's got my attention. (laughs) Yeah. They claim to be Southwest's most famous dirt track and were inclined to agree when they asked them. Racing runs March... (laughs) The way you read these are just... (laughs) It's just great. (laughs) Racing runs March through October. Don't miss the Lone Star 600 October 7th and 8th. When more than 150 drivers simultaneously take the half-mile track, you owe it to yourself to take in this spectacle of Americana. The track is located in Mesquite at 1711 Lawson Road. And this is just a watch, right? You're not actually out there driving? Right, yeah. Uh, see, I want to actually go out there and drive. Dude. <laughs> I'm trying uh, Tokyo Drift uh, out there. Yeah. And mesquite. <laughs> the picture here, it definitely shows them drifting, man. It Really? Yep. Steering right, going left. Mm-hmm, <laughs> absolutely. Steering right, going left. <laughs> oh, man. That's too funny. That sounds like a pretty fun... Uh... Yeah. I bet it'd be intense. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Looks legit. All right. Last one on here that we've pulled from their list. Get all dusty. Yeah, Pretty magical list, by the way. Again, it's from D Magazine. Their January issue... Uh, they have fifty-two things you can do. We've pulled ten for you. Number thirty-six on their list is blow your mind at the mall. Hey, Dreamscape. That's what the experience is called. Dreamscape. Oh, I think I've heard of this. Yeah, I think. Dang so. It. Then it's not unusual or different. I'm just kidding. It's kind of different. There are three experiences. Think of them like movies, except you're physically you physically move through them while wearing VR goggles and sensors strapped to your feet and hands. Yeah. All supported by a computer worn on a backpack. Each experience at the North Park Mall studio takes only 10 minutes and costs $20. Rever- reserve a spot in advance. It's totally worth it. Again, seriously? if you don't know where North Park Mall is, it's 8687 North Central Expressway. <laughs> suite 2232. Their phone number? 469-324-4960. Yo, I'm definitely going to check this out. Seriously. I 20 bucks, 10 minutes to check out this crazy cool VR experience. I think I've seen it. I don't know if it's been at this North Park or a different mall, but the one of the experiences that they had that you can uh, be a part of was Star Wars. Ooh. And I think you could be like a Jedi or or a, a droid or something. And I'm like, oh, that'd that be that cool. is so dope. Yeah. I was like, dang, that'd be so badass to try. But it was way more than 20 bucks. So the fact that this is 20 bucks. Yeah. I mean, that's not bad. You said 20, right? Yep. Okay. I mean, it is only 10 minutes, but yeah. it seems worth it to me. Seriously. And, like, there's an image here, and it's like a group of people on a floating rock oh, in what yeah. looks like Avatar Land. <laughs> Avatar Land? Yeah. It kind of looks like Avatar. Yeah, it does. Like a blue, dark that blue cage. The or neon yeah. blue forests. So, I bet there are uh, different options. Yeah, that is pretty dope, though. Yeah, there's three different experiences you can choose from. Kind of suit yeah. your style, maybe a little more. Maybe yeah, maybe something not so scary, I yeah. guess. Dang, that is a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. Around the Dallas Fort Worth area. Most of them go on year round. Some of them a little more limited, but most of them are, you know, at least half the year. Yeah. Nice. It's pretty dope. And we only pulled 10 out of 60. 52. 52? Yeah. I wonder how many uh, other cool things you could find in there. There are some other pretty cool ones, like how uh, enrolling in a pitmaster university. Oh, like uh, grilling, like uh, smoking yeah. meats and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, perfecting okay. that. Yeah, you can take a, a Sunday cruise with some lowrider cars. Oh, nice! <laughs> uh, Bouncing around. <laughs> <nah>. <laughs> you can go viral in style. You can get a exotic. There's car exotic car sales and rentals. Nice. Yeah. Ooh, rentals. Yeah. Dude, honestly, I'm like this close to just renting out a Tesla just so I could drive it for a day. Yeah, like, dude. I've been thinking about it. Oh, man. I want one so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, the low riders, though, one time <laughs> I was coming home and I was at a traffic light, stoplight, yeah. and there was a low rider next to me. And I was like, uh, I saw California plates on it. And I was like, dang, man, these California people need to go, bro. <laughs> and then as I'm sitting there, like dissing on this person, right? Because they came from California, they it's at a stoplight so they like flip the switches and you just see like boof, 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 boof. and i'm like yo what the heck what what am i watching right now i was like damn that's so funny. they're just like and then we hit the green light and go and then we hit another red light and they did it again just flipping <laughs> all the switches and the cars like jumping up and down question did they keep the straightest face ever while doing it uh, yeah i mean it was like it was Two women and they were, they had like the top down so you can like see them and they're just like chilling. One's like on the phone. Imagine if she was trying to take video and this thing just kept jumping up and down. I feel like every time I see that happen, they're just sitting there looking forward, straight face, like nothing's <laughs> going on. And meanwhile, everyone else looking, at am like, yo, what is yeah. going on? Like, what the heck is going on? And they're just like, nah, that is normal, bro. Yeah. Do this Another off. Sunday afternoon, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah. That, that'd that be pretty cool too to check out the lowriders. Yeah. And you get to ride in one? Mm-hmm. That was pretty dope. There's other typical ones like walk on water at White Rock Lake. Boo. Yeah. I'm just kidding. How about get lit in person again at the HP Lit Fest and the Dallas Library Literary Festival? Okay. Get lit at a literary festival? Get lit at a literary festival. <laughs> sounds good to me. I might, need, I might need some of that. Just to name a few. Oh, man. You know what? All that sounds fun and it sounds good you know what else sounds good what's that some of them girl scout cookies for real dude those hit like another oh, <laughs> he needs some milk, milk and cookies always <laughs> milk gotta have it cookies um yeah so girl scout cookies back in season that's right um coming at you with first of all so i saw <laughs> let me just start over real quick mm-hmm. you wanted to talk about girl scout cookies and you wanted to rank them yep I'm not a sweets person. So, yeah. but I was like, I can rank them off of their descriptions and like what the cookies made out of. Mm-hmm. And I have had some of them. I go to the Girl Scout website. Dude, they've got like 28 different flavors now. Mm-hmm. I thought there were only like four or five. <laughs> what has happened? Have they always had those, that many flavors? I don't think so. For a while there, they were adding a flavor a year. Oh, okay. But, you know, they typically have their go to's. Yeah. Which are the most popular. Yeah, every girl you see on a corner or in front of a store selling them, they have those, you know. Yeah. But um yeah, I've I've known they have a, quite a bit. I mean, I haven't tried near all of them. Mhm. But yeah, they do have a lot. I was on my way to the brewery when we went to on Saturday and mm-hmm. I saw some someone already selling Girl Scout cookies on the side of the street <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Yo, what the heck? Is that time of the year?" That's right. Prepare yourselves. <laughs> all right. Um so you want to do a top 5 of our uh, our favorite Girl Scout cookies? Yeah. You want to go? Let's go five through one. Yeah, and we'll hit five, five, four, four. Or do cool. you want to just do yours and then I'll do mine? Yeah, yeah, that works. Okay, so we'll do five right now. Yeah. Uh, I went with toast. Yay. Okay. I've um, never actually had this one. Explain this. Uh, oof. Well, I don't think I've ever had one either. Oh, okay. So what's in it? I think it's just like a, it said something like a French vanilla flavored cookie okay. or something like that. Yeah. It was just kind of like one of their plain cookies. I could be down with that. That I could use, you know, whenever I'm drinking coffee or something. Yeah, I see. Um, so I went with that one. What about you? Number five for me was the Lemon Ups. Ooh, the Lemon Ups. Yeah. Um, it's just that not only do they have the sweet message on top, like <laughs> you're doing great or <laughs> Have a great day. Or, you know what I mean? Like just, I love looking at a li- nice little <laughs> yes. message while I'm eating a good old cookie. We all need that. We all need that right now. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's what ultimately put it at five. Cause I had a, I had an honorable mention that I was fighting between that one and another. Yeah. And it was the, the traditional shortbread cookie. Mm. It was between those two, but I ultimately went with the lemon. Just because they have that sweet little and message on there. The little message. Yeah. Not only that, has got the perfect texture. Not too hard. Not super soft. Yeah. Um, And it has a little layer of lemon icing on the bottom. Mm. Stellar. Something I can't do. Can't do lemon. Lemon. Mm. I mean, I can do lemons, but I can't do like lemon flavored pastries. I got you. Like a oh, little... What's that other one? Key lime pie? Oh, yeah. Nah. <laughs> we ain't doing that. Um, So another... Just like I guess these would the my bottom two would, I honestly haven't. All right, never mind. I'm just gonna go uh, number four. I went with Adventure Fools. Mm-hmm. Uh, now these I had noticed they were new at least to me. Yeah, I've never seen these. I had neither. Um, so it's like a brownie fudge or a chocolate chip cookie. Uh, I think it's brownie fudge because the whole cookie is brown Mm -hmm. and then they have what i thought was a nice like scoop of peanut butter at the top yeah but it's not it's actually Mm. caramel Mm. so if you could take the caramel (laughs) off then this would be definitely number four um but if you can't then maybe tossier makes it makes its way up the list and then uh, adventure (laughs) fools will go down one spot i got you caramel's not 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 doing that either (laughs) yeah what about you number four for me was the do do nice okay it's, it's like a, a, the Girl Scout version of Nutter Butters. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if, if it wasn't for the other three, this would be the best cookie they have, Oh, but they have three others. Ooh. So instead Ooh. of putting them like one through four, it's more of like a one A, one B, one C, one D <laughs> for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're all like back to back to back to back, but yeah. we'll get there in just a second. What about you? What's number three? Uh number three for me, shortbread again. Um, so I think Natalie like had brought some cookies home one day. I don't she got them from work or something. Mm -hmm. And uh she was like, There's some there's like a sleeve of these cookies if you want them. And I'm like, Well, what kind are they? And she was like, They're shortbread cookies. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't think I've ever had shortbread cookies, but uh I'll go ahead and try one. I ate it, dude. Oh my gosh, fell in love. Yeah. I was like, Okay, this is um yeah, this is definitely making it on the list. If the Girl Scout cookies taste just like these, um again, once again, just something that'll go good with coffee. Mm-hmm. Just a little donkey dunk in the coffee. Oh yeah. Bite it off and continue on with your morning. What Absolutely. About you? Dude, those are good. Like I said, my bad. They were like right after Lemon Ups for me. Um, number three for me, Samoas. Samoas. Dude. Can't do the coconut, man. I know. There's a lot of people that can't do the coconut. Can't do the coconut. My <laughs> wife can't do the coconut. But for me, it's not too much coconut. I couldn't do it if it was too much. Yeah. It's like overwhelming everything else. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's just enough to where it, it blends in just fine with uh, everything else that's on the cookie. Which yeah. I believe is like caramel, chocolate, and then obviously the, the coconut it's like flakes. A, it's like a, yeah, they have coconut flakes, yeah. But it blends well with the rest. Like the shortbread cookie, the caramel, the chocolate. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all pretty stellar to me, man. Perfect little, nice dash of everything everything on a Brooke doesn't like cookie. coconut either nope oh she likes coconut flavoring but not oh. the coconut chips yeah, yeah, yeah or flakes pieces whatever oh okay yeah it's a texture thing some people yeah. are texture eaters my wife is one of them dude that's me for sure I yep. can't have fish because of that you fish. can't eat any fish no nah. oh really yeah. I didn't know that seafood fish shrimp Oysters, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just thinking about it. Oh man, um, cookies. Back to cookies. Yeah, moving on. back to cookies. We're <laughs> back to cookies. Uh, number two, we have the dosey dos for me. Yeah. Um, I think just because of peanut butter, I like me some peanut butter cookies. Absolutely. So I might as well. Uh, that's gonna hit my number two spot. Yep. And for me, number two is the thin mint. Thin mint. I knew this was gonna come up on the list. i like, to. This is on everyone's list. If I feel it's like. not on your list, there's something wrong with you, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like, it. it's, you're eating toothpaste. It's the chicken, the chicken. It's the, we were talking about textures earlier. It's the freaking chocolate and the mint, man. Yeah. What the heck is wrong with you people? Natalie's the same way. And I'm like, what are you doing? Oh my goodness. There are the handful of people in my life that are like that. I'm sure in everyone's life. Yeah. You just can't do chocolate and mint together. No. I understand. But yeah, it's an acquired taste. I think <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Now I have had myself some Thin Mints. I'm not going to lie. I've had, I've consumed a couple of them, but definitely not a go-to and obviously not a top five either. (laughs) It didn't even make the list of two that you haven't even tried. (laughs) Exactly. That's how much I don't like them. I'm like Toastier. I'm reading the description I'm like, you know what? That sounds a lot better than Thin Mints. (laughs) Uh, Number one for me, I put Tagalongs. Yes, sir. Um, Definitely have to get those. I mean, chocolate and peanut butter, Reese's peanut butter cups and a cookie. Uh, Definitely throw them in the freezer because they're just as good, if not better, um, when you have them like that. You could say that about all of them, honestly. Yeah, true. Did I say that about Thin Mints? Say that about Samoas? Yeah. Put them in the freezer. They're a little bit better. (laughs) Oh, what's your number one I see here? The same as you, Martin. There we go. Because chocolate and peanut butter, like you said, the most perfect combination on planet Earth. It beats peanut butter and jelly. Don't Mm -hmm. at me. Even though (laughs) my ad's at at Darian Clark 5. Don't at me. Chocolate and peanut butter is a better combination than peanut butter and jelly themselves. Oh, man. So put it in a cookie, put the Girl Scouts emblem on it, and you got my money. (laughs) Aldi uh, sells these uh, like kind of same thing it's chocolate cookie with peanut butter in the middle yeah oh man those are so good you stick those in the freezer as well (sighs) yes sir so so good dude he needs some milk he needs some milk all right let's go ahead and move on toss to pollard Alright, so we have sports news. We sure do. What do we have? That's what that means. This is some sad sports news too. How about a crash down? Oh man. A load of fire. <laughs> From yours truly, the Dallas Cowboys. Oh man. I know it's been a while. It's been a while. You've ripped the band-aid off. You have moved they, on though? to the offseason. Have they though? <laughs> some in my circle have, but others, you're right, have not. I mean I still have people, you know, yelling. Does caught it? Straight. <laughs> so like, I don't Five, know. Six years ago, I don't know. Does caught I don't know if this band-aid has been ripped off yet. It's very true. Way to catch me in my tracks, Marty. It's <laughs> so true. I'd say at least half of them haven't. At least Cowboys Twitter is still going off. Oof. But yeah, they were uh screwed. Yeah, by themselves. <laughs> We're going to lose so many people. We're going to lose so many listeners right now. I hope they can just enjoy it with us, right? Hey, come back in five like, minutes. Yeah. We'll We'll move on, <laughs> maybe. If you're really that better, yeah, just come back in five minutes. <laughs> like, why do you call a QB sneak, QB run even, not even a sneak, with 14 seconds left, no timeouts? You're going down, you're, you're trying to make a drive down the field, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to get a touchdown ultimately, and... You got 14 seconds, and you run a QB sneak. If you don't run out of bounds, you get ta- tackled on the floor, on the field, the clock keeps running. Right. That alone, still to this day, even, McCarthy, Co- Coach Mike McCarthy still says that was the right call, play call. Wow. I'm like, why? <laughs> Seriously. Because that means if, as soon as he gets tackled, you got to rush everybody to the line, and hurry go. up and hike that ball and spike it to stop the clock. Yeah. Why can't you just, why can't you just call an out slant? Throw it to a receiver, let him run out of bounds, get your same yardage. Mm-hmm. You know you got two of the best receivers in the league. It's all you had to do. Stop the clock that way. You don't have to rush to the line with eleven people, <laughs> hurry up and hike the ball <laughs> just to stop the clock. Yeah. Regardless, uh, I'm mad for you, but this is on the Cowboys, man. Seriously, they say the ref ran into Dak, which couldn't. He couldn't hike the ball because the ref has to touch the ball, put it down at the marker. Yeah, the player can't do that. Ref has to do that. Yeah. So people were mad when a ref came up there and hit Dak as he was trying to rush the ball to the line. At the end of the day, you got to give the ball to the ref. Yeah, ref got to put it down. So if you run up there with the ball, you're gonna have a ref right behind you running after you. Bro, so if he runs into you, it's on you. But anyway, <laughs> I understand people are frustrated with that, but it ain't the ref's fault, man. Darian, spin the truth here from the start to the end. From the start to the end. Cowboys didn't show up, man. Dang. And it started in the first quarter when they first had the first drive, man. Spin truth here. Who am I to speak, though, this past weekend? Oh, let's – We can go cry in a corner together, Cowboys (laughs) fans, because my Titans got knocked out pretty much the same way. (laughs) Offense did not show up. I mean, first off, my defense for the Titans gave up – or. Committed nine sacks on Joe Burrow in the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. I mean, yeah, which, we're watching the game for a little bit. Yeah. Tied, the tied a postseason record. Tied a playoff record. Nice. Only gave up 19 points to a pretty surging hot Bengals offense. Yeah. And still lost the game. That's an mm-hmm. offensive coaching problem, and that's a Ryan Tannehill quarterback problem. Anyways, neither here nor there. <laughs> the same <is> Tennessee <laughs> podcast. This is a Dallas <laughs> podcast. All I'm saying is I'm here with you Cowboys fans now. Not last now. week. Not last week. I'm here with you now and hit me up. We'll go uh vent together and we'll go cry in a corner. <laughs> go cry in a corner. <laughs> oh man, poor guys. Poor guys. I think this is why I don't get into sports too much because I love sports. I don't like my days being ruined because of a bad game. I love sports, but the past week I hate sports. <laughs> go Mavs. am I right? So um I didn't watch Cowboys game. <laughs> no surprise. <laughs> uh, but like, how was it throughout the whole game? Were they pretty close uh, in scoring or were, were Cowboys up most of the game? They kept it close, relatively close to the entire game okay. just because their defense is pretty stout. Yeah. Um, it's key because their defensive coordinator is about to get a head coaching position somewhere. Mm. So they've been doing something right. But yeah, so. they kept it within reach the entire game. I mean, I don't think it was ever more than a 13, 12-point differential between the score. Yeah. That might have been the most. It was, the 49ers got ahead of them at one point. Oh, okay. 49ers. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I was about and to ask. T- t- the next week later, the 49ers went off and beat uh, the number one seed Packers. <sighs> so, the 49ers, just like that, are in the NFC Championship game. So Dang. Not only that makes Cowboys fans feel a little better that they beat the number one seed as well. Yeah. They didn't just beat the Cowboys. You know, They went on and they're still playing some hot football. Dang. they lost to the... The, one of the teams in the NFC Championship game now. Dang! And a quick recap: something that I know about sports. Bucks are out. Yes, Bucks are out, and your um, Super Bowl reigning champs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, are out of the playoffs. And rumor has it that Brady might not be coming back. It's it's in play pretty much every year at this point because yeah. the man is forty five years old. That's true, yeah, <laughs> dude, and still pulling rings. However, except for this year, he this year he broke his own record on on passing yards Jeez! at his age he's Gosh. thrown for more passing yards than ever in his career this year the dude is fit if he's so, still playing at this yeah, age it's insane who's his trainer man seriously <laughs> that dude needs to charge double from now on and then uh, i don't think he's done he said a couple years back he wants to play till he's 50 yeah which is asinine but <laughs> yeah that's risky right there i think he'll come back he wants to ride in the sunset he wants one more ring even and? though he has nothing left to prove um got a friend Josh. He's uh a Packers fan. Yep. So I'm pretty sure he was devastated from the 49ers loss as well. Yep. It's like all you guys can just join just yeah. cry together in a corner or something. Hit me up Josh. Um uh, <laughs> but Aaron Rodgers is officially out or the he could potentially retire as well. Yeah. Yep. He had no like official word yet though. Nope. His contract Man. is up and he has mentioned it in the previous off seasons that yeah this could be his last year this could be his last year but man we'll see i don't see him going out like that but it's aaron Rodgers. he could he could care less yeah what other people think um sticking to nfl dude halftime show for super bowl yes (laughs) did you see that trailer come out i did see that trailer dude it seems so lit first off trailer was top notch really enjoyed it whoever the video director was on that is seriously got some mad skills um so and I think we were kind of talking about this when we when we met up uh, on the weekend. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a I, I haven't really looked too much into it. But you were mentioning all the big stars: Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg, yeah. uh, Kendrick, and and Dre. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's a Dre performance. Yeah, like he's the center uh, artist, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then all those other people are going to come out and support him. Yeah. And I didn't look into this. I know I should have, but uh I think he's worked with all these artists. Mm. Snoop, obviously. That Eminem, makes, obviously. Makes total sense. Yeah. And so that's probably like his halftime show, but because I mean he hasn't rapped in such a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably gonna do a show with all these other rappers. Makes a whole lot of sense. Cause how are you gonna fit five artists and their insane catalogue? Catalogue yeah. into one little, you know, twenty, twenty five minute halftime show. Yeah, seriously. And then the if you haven't seen the uh, the trailer, highly suggest you do. I mean, it was just entertaining to watch. Yeah, kind of makes it look like is Doctor Dre is the one assembling like the uh-huh. Avengers, basically. Yeah, for the real. opening scene of Eminem like f- fighting Slim Shady with the words, and he's just like pulling them like Tony Stark uh, in midair. So yeah, uh, definitely watch the trailer. It's just entertaining overall, and I can't wait. I really hope they push through with this halftime show and make a bomb-ass performance dude yeah i mean the trailer that's a lot of hype they've been hyping this up for a long time if they don't come through that's going to be disappointing Mm -hmm. you have a lot of hype great artists and everyone i know is like yo you see the trailer you see dre you (laughs) Mm -hmm. see mary j Blige? you see kendrick like yo what the heck is going on of course, Snoop rolls up in his little lowrider. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, we might see him at the uh, Dallas thing. Yeah. The night's with the Lowriders. There you go. <laughs> Two times one episode. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> I think it's meant to be. Let's go get oh, one, more. Oh, man. <laughs> that's awesome, man. <laughs> All right. So that's February 13th. 13th. Live from SoFi Stadium, just outside of Los Angeles. Which, by the way, the Rams are still in it. Mm-hmm. So they could have a, a home field advantage Super Bowl. Oh, that's true. Just like the Buccaneers did last year. Yeah. For back to back years, first time ever. First off, no one's ever had a home field advantage Super Bowl Never. until last year. And now there's been two back to back if the Rams beat the four years yeah. to get in. Dang. Which is this? This Sunday, both games are this Sunday. The AFC and the NFC Championship games. Yeah, that Mayan calendar might be coming in clutch right now. For a real? lot of <laughs> a lot of unusuals happening already at the beginning of 2022. Forget 2012. Ten years later, you know. What I mean? <laughs> yeah, they, they, they get just to, uh, ten years off. It's yeah. no big deal. Um, uh, dang it! I had a question. Oh, when do we know if the Super Bowl will, or will officially be in LA? Because there was that rumor that it was coming yeah, to AT and T. Uh, right. Yeah, I have no clue. Oh, okay. It's honestly has to do with local governments, and you know how California is. Oh, that's right. With Every the day they stuff. might be switching stuff up just like that. That's true. They could hit them with like the day before, I bet, if they wanted. Ooh. I doubt they would, but yeah, I that imagine it has to the be state so much. at least a week in advance because all the media stuff that has to happen true. the week of. Yeah. And plus, that'd be a lot of preparation and time crunch for Dallas to have oh, to yeah. get that all ready. Mm-hmm. I imagine it had to be at least a week in advance, so. Yeah, for sure. I we don't think reach. it's going to move. You don't think so? No, because LA will look at the money end of it, more importantly than the safety. Yeah, they probably you know? need it too. <laughs> like, uh, yo, everyone's leaving. Uh, we're trying to raise these property taxes. It's not working out too well. They keep leaving. Uh, we need the Super Bowl. We're shutting down school districts, but we'll fill up a stadium of 100,000 <laughs> people. No problem. <laughs> All right. So um, I think it's time for the Suggs and Rocks, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Let's jump to it. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I can go. All right, go ahead. Wait, you're going TV show, right? I'm going to do a TV show, yeah. I'm going to match you. All right. I'll go TV show too. Yeah, you've got a lot of of stuff you've watched recently. I've been watching too much stuff lately. (laughs) What you got? I'm going to go with 1883. Okay. It's the great prequel series to (laughs) Yellowstone. (laughs) Yes, dude, you love this show. Oh my goodness. I'm telling you, Taylor Sheridan, the writer for this empire now, yeah, is brilliant just the way he does everything <laughs> man let me just briefly talk about this 1883 stars the not original dutton's because dutton family goes way back mm-hmm. but it stars the the family that uh settled in america mm-hmm. did the trek from fort worth started in fort worth texas fort worth. so i got that local aspect there and they trekked by wagon horse all the way to Oregon, or all the way to Montana, where they eventually settled. Montana, and yeah. then a few generations later, that's when the show Yellowstone happens. Because mm-hmm. the guy, the father in in uh, eighteen eighty three, who's Tim McGraw's character, is Kevin Costner's character in Yellowstone. That's his great grandpa. Oh, okay. Yeah. So his uh, Tim McGraw's son, James Dutton's son in that movie, is um John Dutton the third, which is Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. His son is John Dutton. And there's another John Dutton, and then John Dutton the third is Kevin Costner in the Yellowstone series. Okay. So, a little little tie in there. Yeah, you might have to do like a family tree on social media. Yeah, right. <laughs> there is one out there already <laughs> made. So, maybe I just copy and paste <laughs> it over. Uh, so, they do it's about just this, the whole trek from Fort Worth, um, heading north, hitting the Oregon Trail, and then marching on over to where they eventually settle around oh, yeah. the Yellowstone, T- today's Yellowstone National Park. Yeah. Um, and it's just, man, what they go through then. Oh, I can't imagine, dude. Yeah. I cannot imagine. Old school Western uh, living. I mean, you said wagons, and I was like, geez. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is. I'm in. It's uh, the fifth episode just got released last week, a couple weeks ago, Mm -hmm. and they're still in Texas. Oh, really? Like five episodes in. They haven't even left Texas yet. They lost, like, uh, there's a little bit of spoilers here, but you can watch for yourself. Still won't ruin anything. They lost, like, a dozen people when crossing the Brazos River oh really how hard it is back then yeah wow it's insane wow and and they're, they're trying to uh, help these immigrants cross they're they're um, they're helping immigrants trek across America to eventually settle themselves so they're traveling oh, okay. with a huge group of people yeah uh, but they don't really speak English they don't know how to operate a gun mm-hmm. they don't know how to do all these things so they yeah. hire Sam Elliott's character who pretty much plays Sam Elliott dude's brilliant and, and, uh, they hire a bunch of other, uh, ranger, I guess, back then c- mm. kind of former civil war captains. Uh, yeah, yeah. I forget what they call them. They're, they're police officer equivalents. They hire them to go Marshals? along. The, yeah, I guess. Yeah. They hire them along the trek to go along with them to help them out with anything that comes in the way. Yeah. You know, like a, like a river, for example, <laughs> or how about native Americans Them too? Oh, that's true. So yeah. dude. Dang. That is pretty cool though. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool concept. Just a really cool to look back and see, although it's not completely accurate, can't ever be, but to just, right. just to get a little glimpse of what, you know, our ancestors just like, possibly went through back then heading sure. west especially. Crazy, man. It is crazy how much we have come uh, you know, into the future technology-wise. Absolutely. From wagons to steam engines to gas-powered vehicles and now electric vehicles. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, where can we go next? Actually, I have a story that I'm going to bring up next episode. Yes. Um about a specific vehicle that has made some headlines recently. Okay, um, we? is that all you had for eighteen eighty three? I'll try and keep it as short as possible. <laughs> dude, you love that show. I know you can go on forever with that. <laughs> I can't, um, dude. It's insanely good. <laughs> this show, my suggestion. I actually have not technically ever really seen. I guess in a way. So sometimes when I come home, I'll uh, t- YouTube will be my TV instead of like actually turning on Netflix or mm-hmm. cable. Um and I came across this uh short clip of a TV s- series from the UK that's called Taskmaster and it's basically two comedians uh one of them is like the taskmaster and he gives a panel of other comedians different tasks to perform mm-hmm. and uh they'll they kind of like sit in an auditorium area and then they'll kind of discuss what the task is and okay. then they'll watch on a big screen with the audience, them performing the task. Okay. But a lot of the times it's so funny. Like one that I saw, they, the task was to open up a briefcase that was locked. And to the left was a small chalkboard that had a whole bunch of formula equations. Um, and the whole thing was like, oh, I must solve these equations in order to unlock the briefcase. Hmm. But if you, if they had just like looked around the room uh, there was a piece of tape on the front part of the desk with the code to the locks. So it's just kind of like funny yeah. stuff. And okay. it's funny seeing them, seeing some people like go above and beyond trying to open up these locks. And then some people being kind of clever and be like, okay, where's the code? Like there's always <laughs> just, it's just something that you have to watch. It's, yeah, yeah. it's just funny <clears throat> and uh, something easy going. So I've only seen short clips. I haven't really seen like a whole episode, mm-hmm. um, but definitely one to watch for sure. Ticket Matt or Ticketmaster uh <laughs> take master uh taskmaster 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 and it's just a cool. little series on YouTube so anybody can watch it yeah, I mean, I think it's an actual show in the u k um but I've seen little clips on YouTube, gotcha, yeah, pretty good stuff right there, all right, yeah, that's cool all right, uh coming to the end of the episode, uh same thing, follow us on socials instagram, twitter at red pegasus pod we're and kind of getting more into social media trying to yeah. post more and interact with you guys there definitely interact with us if you can absolutely um podcast i mean we're literally everywhere uh apple itunes spotify stitcher iheart audible yeah we're on some other like library source database mm-hmm. thing you can literally hear us almost anywhere and uh yeah we still have merch available Uh, go check that out as well link in bio for all of this stuff that we're talking about Yep. and uh, yeah, I think that's it that'll do it, next week's a big show Martin, oh yeah, big show next week it's gonna be fun, so y'all hang around watch out for that one, seriously alright, we'll see you guys later that'll do it for now, see ya